0: What is good everyone? This is your host Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must with label free. Super pumped. I've got a very cool guest with us today. As you know, we are free of labels here, just breaking out of the norm and doing dynamic things. My next guest is an international best-selling author, certified master's sexologist, sex positive podcast host, a contributing writer and educator for various online adult platforms, as well as a lifestyle relationship coach, motivational speaker. And she owns a lifestyle community with more than 20,000 members in a sw- swingers community since 2012. Please welcome Coraline Jewell. Coraline, that is quite the laundry <laughs> stuff that you do. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Well, you're originally from South Africa, which we I, I asked you right before we got started. Yeah, so you moved here when you were very young. Yes, I moved here when I was three years old. I've been back
1: um, a couple times. The last time wasn't hasn't been for 17 years. So I took my son back when he was five months
0: old. So, oh, so do you have still do you still have family there? I do. I do. We
1: still have um, like I think, of things, you know, aunts and cousins and stuff. Most of the family immigrated to the uh,
0: United States or to Australia, but some okay. stayed. Oh, wow. OK, very cool. What is it like when you go over there, knowing that you came from there versus being here most of your life?
1: So I mean, I, my childhood memories. Like I remember going over at the age of six, and then at the age of like eleven, where there was still apartheid. And so I remember like saying to my parents, like I don't understand why, why, why can't we go to that park, or why can't they come to this park, and stuff like that. I do remember that. And then I remember going back at thirteen when apartheid was done, and how you could see, you know, in you know everything integration with the grocery stores and parks and water fountains and bathrooms and stuff. And I remember being like, this is how it's supposed to be, you know. So yeah. I, even as a child, I remember that. So um, it's a great country. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful country. Uh, The culture is amazing. I was actually supposed to represent South Africa in the Olympics for figure skating. So that was kind of my goal for when I went back um, a couple of times to meet with them and to talk about that because they didn't have a pair skating team. So
0: that's pretty cool. So do you still figure skate? I still can. <laughs> <laughs> still can. I, I, don't,
1: I don't know if I would say I would you know be Olympic material now. I'm older, but I can still skate.
0: <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, you know, you know, so that as long as you keep going after your passions, that's what's important. Absolutely. <laughs> so, out of the laundry list of things that you do, or you know, just different titles that you have that you can carry, what came first? Okay.
1: Um probably the okay well that i ended up i wrote a book because of all of it because it's just like how do you end up going from you know private school um yeah. you know Olympic figure skating hopeful to everything that I've done um what came first was probably like it was the mo- it, was, it was it was modeling performing i got a degree my degree is theatrical production directing and i got a job as a director and camera operator but in a pornography uh, company so i was driving up and down to la and that's what got me into modeling and then webcamming and then from that led to dancing in a club, which led to um, the owner of the club asking me if I ever wanted to run a swingers event there. And I didn't really know anything about it. I was, my husband and I had dabbled in it, but I'd never run an event, you know, that's, and so I did that, which led into running a full blown swingers club. And now here I am, you know, 12 years later with 20,000 members. And um, that's what got me into wedding planning. So everything's about like how, you know, life throws me a curveball and like, which way do you take it? And, you know, Where did you end up? Sure.
0: Well, I think it's all about just taking different opportunities that come your way. Exactly. You never know what where you're going to end up. Mm Twenty thousand members. That's quite. That's Mm -hmm. a very large community the
1: large community it's like we started it started it uh just 2012 with um you know just an, uh, a mansion that we rented and we would have parties and then only there for 8 months and we ended up having to close that uh but th- by that point I had built up such a big following i was like well, i can't let everybody down so yeah. i started doing hotel takeovers and nightclub events and meet and greets and buyouts and uh it's just gone and gone and gone and of course we have people come and go and we have them come and then they have a plot you know a profile on my website and then they leave and then they come back with somebody else or there's Goal or whatever. So, you know, um, but it's been, it's been a journey for sure. And it's given me the opportunity to do different things with the lifestyle, such as like coaching and stuff like that. So,
0: and so now my fiance and I, and my, my late husband and I, we were, you know, very open, I guess, sexually just loved it. You had fun. And so I think that there's a lot of misunderstandings around the community. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't, they, they think it's one thing when really it's something different. Right. I shared with you, my fiance Mm -hmm. and I have gone to trapeze several times. Mm -hmm. We've gone to some places here in the Chicagoland area and, you know, it's, we've always had a great experience and it's not anything, I think what if I shared it with my girlfriends, like, oh my gosh, how can you do that? And I'm like, it's not really what you think. Right. You know, I mean, there's different, different things that happen at different times based upon, you know, what our energy is and what we're wanting to do. And every time that we've gone, we've left in such a better place than together as a couple. That's good. than, than when we got there, not that, not that we were in a bad place, but just meaning <laughs> closer, more connected and just more, um, Like more as one, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. And that's, you know, like how you say you do your podcast and I do my podcast. It's the same thing. And I do um, my articles. It's about the misconceptions that people have in regards to either the adult industry or the alternative lifestyle relationships, because everybody that I meet, you know, if if they come to my party, they go. Oh my God, you've had sex with everybody here. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's their initiation. That's how they get in, Dumbass. No, okay. you know, <laughs> no, I like, <laughs> I
0: haven't
1: had sex with anybody in here because they're my guests, you know, and yeah. you know, you know, and same with like, um, people think that, you know, we ring a bell and we say, okay, it's 11 o'clock. It's time for the big orgy to stop. And I'm like, that's not what this lifestyle is about. There's so many different variations and aspects, voyeurs and exhibitionists, and, you know, looking for that illicit unicorn and whatever it may be that, that's what I'm trying to do as well as you is to break the misconceptions and the misunderstanding of what it's all about.
0: Why do you think there is such a misconception about around it?
1: Society, society has, you know, absolutely. I mean, it's made it, you know, there's, you know, masturbation is bad. Our children are taught that masturbation is bad. Our children are taught that, um, sex, you know, they're just taught abstinence. Abstinence is the way to go, you know? And I've got, you know, two sons, 17 and 15. You're, oh gosh, 18 and 15. Holy crap. And they're going through the whole, you know, um, you know, the, the, the sex education every single year. And I ask them, as you get older, do they change your courses? You know, do you learn something different? No, mom, same thing. Just don't have sex, you know? And, and I say, so did they teach you about like, okay, if you choose to have sex and you do and you get pregnant, what are your options? or what's birth control or whatever, you know, do you learn about the STDs? Do you learn how to prevent them? Do you learn the symptoms? Nothing. No, nope, just on sex. You know, and so that's, it's all society and how these, you know, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse if we don't step up and try to change it.
0: Which is bizarre because now they're promoting, and I, listen, I love everybody equally. Whatever you choose to do, that's your mm-hmm. choice. But for me, if I had a young child, you know, I think it's bizarre now they're introducing and promoting transgender Mm with a young age, but yet we don't, we would don't want them to have sex, but yet we're going to teach them about all these different crazy types of sexes and he, she, no, not, you know, not all the pronouns, (laughs) It's just it's kind of it's kind of contradictory and very and very confusing. It, know, is, it is. I mean,
1: the the good thing about it is that, you know, I've interviewed people on my podcast that, you know, when they were growing up, they the, with the gender identity, they didn't have anybody to turn to. And they would, you know, be in the locker room and all the boys were showering and they were thinking, I don't really want, I don't I, this isn't this is not where I belong or, you know, whatever it may be. Sure. um And nobody to talk to about that. So I think introducing it and discussing it um is a it good it's good. Like, I mean, even my son, he says, you know, mom, pe- they choose to be gay. And I'm like, no, honey, it doesn't work that way, you know? And so it, I think it's good for them to learn that. But I just think that in general, overall, our, we are a society, especially America, that doesn't accept, like, embracing your sexuality and that sex is good for you and it's healthy for you and yes. then you need to be responsible. But, um, you know, we just make it like everything. Nudity is a bad thing and sex is a bad thing. And it's just yeah. it just needs to stop already. Yeah. I think we'd have so much less rape and crime if we legalized everything. Just... <laughs> legalize everything well i mean (laughs) (laughs) not everything but you know (laughs) be a Um, little more a little more open-minded
0: I've always been very open sexually. And I think that it is a beautiful thing and it is healthy, you know, yeah. obviously nothing forced, nothing crazy, right. nothing, like just hurtful, but I've always been that way since a young girl, you know, and I you'd probably a little bit more promiscuous, you know, when I was younger, when I was my, started getting into my teenage years than I should be, but I, that's just something that was very natural for me. And it's still natural for me today. And that's mm-hmm. why you know, my fiance and I, we are very, open to going to the parties and just having fun sometimes a voyeur sometimes we participate sometimes just by ourselves you know we'll let people watch us and that's a big thing too you know is is that it's not like you live the lifestyle or live you know
1: the the lifestyle is in addition to your relationship you know and if you don't go there like i have people that will come to my events and go all right, goodbye. And I'm like, dude, you've been here like a minute. Okay, go yeah. drink, you know? And it's like, you know, you have to understand that this is not going to save your marriage. It's come right. in, have a good time, let what happens, happens, and go with the flow. And if something doesn't happen, so what? Yeah. You have a good time, drink, laugh, have a good time with your friends, you know? But the, I've, I've got somebody coming on my podcast uh, tomorrow, and his story is mind blowing. It's all about how is his, his father raped his sister and his mother raped him. And they, he left there, the, they were heroin addicts and they would, she would, pass him off to her drug dealers to pay for the drugs it's awful it's awful awful, you know and this guy turned out to be i don't know how he did it you know he lived for 12 years from the age of 12 to 17 in a boy's home in los angeles where he was supposed to be safe was raped by the priest his counselors uh you name it they were do not allowed to leave the campus but they would take him off at 7 p.m at night the counselor would take him off so he could rape him and then bring him back you know and here this man has turned out he's a musician he saved his life he's married he's got a kids a son a, you know an amazing son and um you look at that and you go, I, I don't even know how you
0: survived. Like you, yeah. that's a fighter. That is pretty intense, though. It's like, really intense. Yeah. I mean, may I ask how old he is now? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, oh. and he's yeah. 10, so he, how long has he started sharing? How long has it been that he's been sharing that story? I I don't
1: know. I know that um, he wrote a book and I've started again, like same thing. I, you know, I'm interviewing him tomorrow and I've not read the 300 page book. I'm on like page 50. (laughs) I just, I can't, I just don't have the time. I mean, I'm literally up to like three, four in the morning sometimes and I'm exhausted, but, um, but uh, his story is just, it's just mind blowing to me. It's, it's you read it and you see his interviews. I have read interviews that he's done with other people and you just cannot believe that this child picked himself up and kept going and and mm-hmm. what saved him what saved him was music and um like he, the, he, had, he said he was able to you know play music like by at the age of four he could like you know play music without even reading music and then um he actually got involved um, as an adult uh gay performer so a, in the adult oh, industry wow. even though he said he wasn't gay he said that's what saved him from financially not you know so yeah and then he said he when they released him when he was emancipated at the age of 17 so put out on the streets from that boy's home uh right in the middle of the AIDS pandemic which nobody knew what AIDS was at the time or what you know and he said he watched you know 18 I think he said 30 of his hustler friends died like like wow around him in his arms and nobody knew what was going on so Mm -hmm. it's an amazing crazy story
0: it's just it just goes to show you how strong Mm -hmm. people can be if they choose yeah you know and not let something like that define them or label them to be something that they really are not exactly circumstance of their situation what is good everyone this is your host Deanna Radalescu with label free podcast live your best life you must live label free can we get a round of applause today Woo! today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection believe it or not it's for your not so private parts I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent and let me tell you something, oh it smells so good, my man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist, now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping. And so talk to us about being a sexologist. What do you do with that? So what I did is
1: I am okay. So, um, when I was doing my lifestyle events, I noticed that a lot of times I was spent talking to a couple about issues that they were having, concerns, uh, problems, either come, you know, like the, the things, things that they were facing in the lifestyle that were not going the way that they were hoping for. And my publisher, actually, who helped me when I published my book, she would come to my events and she would say to me, "You spend half your life moder- like helping these people as a counselor and not being the hostess for." The event. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, you're right. So she says, you need to start saying to people, listen, I'm happy to help you. Let's set up a consultation online. So that's how I got into lifestyle coaching. And then from there, because I'm not, you know, I'm not a fit. I'm not a psychologist. I don't have, you know, I don't have the PhD or anything. Um, I wanted to go and get more of an education to understand not just, um, the lifestyle, but I started working for Dr. Susie for, so for the Susan Block Institute as a chat agent for her. And we'll have people that will call in and they just want to talk to us about something that nobody else can talk, they can talk, they can't talk to anybody else about it because they're going to get some kind of judgment. And a lot of times they would call in and I, you know, they would tell me their fetish or their kink. And I was like, Okay. And I would, you know, call Dr. Susie and say, all right, so help me with this one, you know, because this was yeah. an interesting one. And so that's why I decided to go and get my certification as a master sexologist. So I could really get down to the bottom of some of these kinks and um fantasies and fetishes. So
0: Ooh, that has to be interesting with some of your really clients.
1: Really interesting. And I and I I want to learn more. Like I I I love to learn. I went. I I don't judge. I want to get to the bottom of like, where did that come from? Like the foot fetish, you know, you know, the the foot fetish, what I've studied about the foot fetish, in my opinion, is not, it's not, it's not right. It doesn't, it's not correct yet. Nobody's, nobody's figured that one out yet because (laughs) they're saying, they're saying that we got foot fetishes because we were little babies on the floor. We were crawling and people would walk around us bare feet. I call bull.
0: No ways. No, No. that doesn't make any sense. No ways. No, no.
1: Yeah, I would, when you figure
0: that out, let me know because I'd be curious about yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a guy that's willing to come on my podcast um, to interview, and he's, you know, I said if anybody wants to come on with a fetish or a kink and wants to explain it to us and even doesn't want to show their face, just wants to do audio, that's fine. But he's willing to do both, and he says he's got a completely different reason for where it came from. Also, like the age, you know, did you realize at the age of eight you liked feet, or was it at the age of thirty-eight that you liked feet? Yeah. And why? Why dirty versus clean? And. Yeah. And is it a man versus a woman? And is it high heels? And, you know, and I yeah. think a lot of it comes down to the pampering, the the pampering. You, the, you you feel like you're pampering the woman by like the foot rub or the, like, man, yeah. you know, pet. I mean, I have people at the um, Exotica shows that'll say like, I can I rub your feet for like, you know, for like 10 minutes for a hundred dollars? And I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. My boy, my sure boyfriend is. at the time. Yeah. He was like, uh, what are you doing? And I go, he's like, what are you doing? And I go, shut up. He's rubbing my feet. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> let, him, uh-huh. let him run my feet. So <laughs> you know, but yeah, there's there's a lot of different fetishes and stuff. So that's why I did the certification. And yeah. I want to do more. What's the name of your podcast? Okay, so it was because a lot of people like that because I was Hanky Panky Podcast, because that was the name of my swingers club. And now my swingers club is High Profile Life, so High Profile Lifestyle. And my podcast is High Profile Uh Podcast Life. High, prof- high Profile Podcast.life. Let's, right. think hank- let's think hank- Hanky, let's think Hanky Panky underwear, H A N K Y, P A N K Y. Nobody's even heard of them, but right. apparently they think that my trademark of Hanky Panky, H A N K I, was infringing on their trademark. Oh boy. All right. Oh wow. boy. So that's why I know it's like a tongue twister. I'm like, high profile podcast. <laughs> so
0: that's what it is. So I will put those links in the, the show notes, you guys, to go check out her podcast. And Thank you, you have a website where people can connect with you and maybe learn more about your life, your community, or yeah, where so, they can find um, your books.
1: Yeah. So the easiest thing is just to go to thecoralinjewle.com. So that's C-O-R-A-L-Y-N-J-E-W-E-L.com. com. So it's theCoralin Jewel.com. That takes them to <clears throat> my coaching opportunities that I do, um, my events. Um it li- I think it links to my swingers club. If not, they can write me because I don't need like, you know, strange people showing up at my swingers <laughs> events. But sorry, sorry. There are some strange ones out there. Oh, um, and, yeah. then um, you know, and then I've got it also links to my podcast, which is the separate website, which is the high profile podcast.life. Sure. And uh, my books there, I have a CBD intimate lubricant that I developed and trademarked. Um, I have a lifestyle swingers game. I make swingers jewelry. So that's my that's my therapy, my jewelry. I'm not wearing any right now. But
0: <laughs> pineapple, you got the pineapple.
1: I have everything. I have like the symbol, the pineapple symbol and uh, the mm-hmm. unicorn and um, the little, the swinger, the nationals sign. I don't know. I usually have it up here, but I didn't bring it. I brought my book up with me. That's my book. Okay, book. What's the name of it? Uh, it's called When the Ice Melts, the Story of Coral and Jewel. So again, it goes back to the whole situation of, you know, I was going to go to the Olympics for South Africa and I got injured at the age of 18. My partner dropped me. And I really, at that point was just like, uh, I don't know what to do now because my whole life was go, go to college, get a degree in theatrical production, own your own, get to go to the Olympics, own your own Circus de Soleil show, travel the world, done. And now that was gone. And so it's, you know, how do I, how did I end up where I am now? (laughs) Who
0: would have thought? Quite a lot. (laughs) So what would you say would be one of the benefits for someone that's in a good relationship that might be interested in checking out the lifestyle? So what I say is that I know we all get into this monotonous situation. You know, you're
1: married for many years. You're you wait. It, it, kids are no kids. You know, you get up, you do the coffee, you do the breakfast, you get the newspaper, whatever it is. And it's like there's you got you need some excitement, you know. And so this is a way to add some kind of excitement to your relationship. You don't have to go and have sex with other people. You know, that's what people always think. That's not what it. Go, go watch, go learn, go look at a sex swing. Go look at the, the motor bunny or the civilian yeah. and be like, I've never tried one of those take ask the host to take you to a private room and go try it you know have your partner reuse the remotes on you use you know adjust the levels um go look at the different toys um try being maybe having a, another female involved with you try a threesome see if you like it or don't like it be watched go watch whatever it is because i think it just brings that kind of excitement and also like you had said um we you know the 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 travels the the cruises the hotel takeovers the vacations the desire resorts um Those are, it's fun. It's themed nights and it's fun. And you meet open-minded people and you can wear what you want, say what you want, and nobody's going to tell you that you look like a whore.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. You know? Trapeze is like an awesome experience. Like that's probably one of my favorite ones, is because it's just like it's set up like a club. You go in there, you have a great time, you dance, and you meet some great people. They've got food, and then they food's amazing. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> they got it set up so nice where you can go back, you can go, you got to change and go and like just walk around and watch and see all the different. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: And all of them are different, you know, because for that was I went, my first time with Trapeze was last, last year. I went to the Exotica show and then we went there. Oh, okay. And it was very different for me as a club hostess. And the fact that I've, you know, been to so many different places. Um, I was like, you know, you have to get undressed and then you put your stuff in your locker and then you go in. And, um, I didn't have shoes. I kind of regretted not having shoes. My girlfriend, I was like, wait, wait, how come you got to wear your shoes? She says, I told them I'm wearing my shoes, but I'm looking around going, Where's the trash cans for the condoms? And like I don't see trash cans and my friends going, "Are we going to play or not?" And I go, "Well, I'm not going to play because I think all the condoms are hidden underneath the mattresses." And he's like, "Oh, come on, you're looking at this as a host." And I go, "Yes, I am." You know, but that's a different, you know, but I loved I loved the outside the, the dancing and the food. And then, you know, it, it was odd though. Anytime you wanted to go back in, you had to find your locker attendant to unlock your locker for you. And I could never find my attendant. And so, you know, there was pluses and minuses to that one, but they're all different, you
0: know. You got to figure out what you like. What can someone expect going to your club?
1: Um, I always tell people the best way to visualize my club is I am a wedding
0: with okay. the opportunity
1: to go and play if you want to. I will bring in stand-up comedians. I will bring in drag shows. I will bring in fire spinners, eaters, uh, you know, fire eating, oh. sword swallowing, um, uh, burlesque shows I've brought in. Um, I, so I bring in entertainment. I cater everything. So everything is catered sure. with a cater. Um, I have DJ. I have staff that go. Um, my staff is going. We, we have a no-lock-door policy. You can close the door. That means privacy. But if my staff knocks and says staff checking sheets or whatever, my staff's allowed to go in. Um, we make sure sheets, towels, condoms, lubes are always stocked, trash cans emptied, bathrooms. So my staff's constantly doing rounds. Um, I have security team. I've never had an issue. I've had, I think, one issue, one or two with the single males. My females, my women, they think that they like you know, rule this lifestyle, so therefore they can grab and touch and do what they want. So those have been my issues more than anything. Wow. Um, and yeah, so mean I have you know, so my events are very you. I'll do themes or no themes. I don't force you to do themes. There's no force to be naked at a certain time or, you know, no. play starts at this time. There are some clubs out in like, not Las Vegas. You can't play till midnight. I'm like, how are you going to define when I'm horny? I'm exhausted by midnight, you know? so yeah, right. You know, so I That's make it, fair. I don't, and i don't you don't you don't have to picture submit you're not based on your looks or anything cuz i know that everybody's got a different cup of tea um i do have you set up a profile your profile has to be complete you have to have a phone number and email and you know and i do allow single males and single females
0: so okay all right very cool well uh this has <laughs> been great talking to you and learning thank you for having me <laughs> story and what you do uh i i love it i'm a fan so i'm going to be tuning into your show and you guys i'm definitely going to put all those links there so go check Coraline out and go and listen to her and if you are in the california area and you're interested in checking out her one of her events don't hesitate to reach out to her and let her know and so this is a part of the show where i like to ask for last words of wisdom and advice what would you like to leave with us today
1: uh so the advice i always tell people is that we've heard of this so many times. It's called the, I should have, would have, could have syndrome. I should have left that relationship sooner. I stayed for the kids, or I should have left that job sooner. And now I'm, you know, 65 years old and I'm starting all over again. And so I say, don't be one of those victims of the, I should have, would have, could have syndrome. Okay. Live your life for you, be you, do what makes you happy. Stop trying to live your life to impress your parents or what others expect of you, because you only have one
0: life to live. And so live it your way. That's my advice. I love it. Perfect advice. On that note, you guys, thank you, Coraline, for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. <laughs> this is your host, Deanna Rodolescu with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.